what does this offense do well? We know they run it well. We know they got a couple thousand yard receivers. They've got a quarterback who might be going to the Hall of Fame. He's going to sack twenty. Is that true? Roethlisberger. Yeah. So really, what does this offense do well in this era? You have insurance? I do with State Farm. With State Farm? Yes. Explain me insurance. It's basically like it's basically like drafting a, a backup quarterback in the first round. Just in case. So for the folks you said had written you off, maybe, what did they say to them? Yeah, they wrote me off. I ain't right back, though. That's the problem. I ain't right back. Let's go. You are now listening to The Longer Yard of the Dip Podcast Network. Welcome to The Longer Yard Podcast. I'm Ethan. He's Sam. Welcome to the show, guys. And guess what? It has officially happened. We are here in person recording an episode. And let me tell you, it's nice. It is nice. It is nice. It's real nice. Just cheers to it. Cheers. You know, cheers to it. Yeah. Shout out to The Rock tomorrow on tequila. Drinking some uh, tequila with lemonade. Which means that this uh, episode has the highest chance to go off the rails. Yeah, we're You're talking in advance. Women don't deserve... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Don't deserve to be treated badly. That's what he was going to say. That's what he was going to say. Women don't deserve to be treated badly. Good, good call. Thank good you. Good call. Yeah, we'll get, I hope Jess was listening. That's right. Yeah, sure. Yeah, 100%. I love it. Oh, hope she, was, hope she uh, was checking out the episode. Like Kids, I just want to say, if you guys are watching this or listening to this, go to bed. All right? Yeah, but by the time you listen, you know, we're not going to get into it. We're not going to get into it. You're like, wait, you don't have any kids. And then you're like, yeah, you don't. You don't know about it. You don't know you hear in my basement, like, oh no, oh my God, this is already off the rails. Holy shit. It's where my mind goes. That's okay. That didn't come out right. Just immediate, like, dark humor is how it goes. I'm just moving right past it, to be perfectly honest with you, because, uh, you know, this is this has Admiral Akbar vibes where it's just like, it's a trap. That's right. But it's a great episode because we are coming up on our. What one year episode? Like this, 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 really, this is our one year. Yeah, episode. this is our this is, one year episode. This is the fifty second time that we've recorded. Now so. I know we haven't released fifty two episodes, but that's been because of like technical difficulties. Yeah. some episodes can be trash, things like that. But we have recorded fifty two times. We have not missed. Technically, you could argue fifty three because we did get the bonus episode in too. So that's true. It, well, this would be my 52nd because you recorded an episode without me. Remember, it was true. We were, I was gone for that week and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, we, dude, we've been doing it. We get every week this in is, and out, dude. This is the remini- reminiscing portion of the episode. So if you don't want to listen to it, too bad. Too bad. Uh, honestly, I guess we could throw something in the uh, bio of the episode and be like, so you can skip to this time if you don't want to listen to this. But I'm not going to do that. that. I'm going to actually, what we'll do is we'll put a random time and it's not that. <laughs> We're at like 2.40 into the episode right now, kind of thing. Uh, uh, well, plus the intro, so probably more like four minutes into the episode. And we're just going to put like 4.40 or something like that and be like, you didn't miss anything. Suck it. Suck it, bitch. And it was just four minutes of silence. And we're like, oh, shit, it was a trap. And you're like, that's right. 
But yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed season one. Season two is <laughs> it's like a show, just episode every week, man. Yeah, thank, thankfully we didn't have to go full Game of Thrones and kill off one of us. Uh, you know, we yeah. have to keep us around. This is this is more sitcom than it is uh, like drama. Yeah, so there's going to be like 25 plus seasons. Because third leg, Greg. Remember when we started out with like getting extended for like five episodes, yeah, 10 yeah, episodes. Yeah. We already got extended for the whole year. He locked us down for, for 52. The man, the man is working hard at all times. Third now, leg Greg. Yeah, he's, he's hooking, up, hooking us up. And I'm hoping that he can, like, I want, I want that, like, Patrick Mahomes deal. You know what I mean? Like, I want that, like, 10 years still. Yeah, you know I'm saying? saying that includes a roster bonus, which means that you have to actually be on the recording pod, like, every That's single true. week yeah. in order to get paid for that. If I get paid, I have to, dude, I'm telling you, if we can, if we can podcast and it brings in more money than like I make a regular like, job, like, yeah, yeah, like if it, if it's enough for me to take on as a regular job, I will drop everything in a heartbeat yeah. and we'll and just podcast forever. I mean, honestly, if it, if it was garnering that kind of money, I would be happy to record more than once a week. Yep. So guys start paying this money. That's all I'm trying That's to say. Say. Yep. Exactly. Or dude, I'm just, I want, you know, it'd be sweet. You got a Mountain Dew Kickstart. I want a sponsor. Get a sponsor. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Genuinely, okay. I think if we were to like reach out to like some of the big companies, obviously they're going to shoot us down. It's most of them, but you might have that one that bites and they're like, eh, we'll sponsor you here. Use this promo code and like for your fans. And they would be like, yeah, we're sponsored by Pepsi. Like, how dope would that be? <laughs> <laughs> the Longer Yard sponsored by Pepsi. And we're like, what's up, man? No and they're deal. like, do you guys get paid? And I was like, no, we just get to say we're sponsored by Pepsi. Like, that's all I care about, though. It's the prestige. Mm. You know what I mean? I mean, third leg Greg is our agent. Should bring prestige as it is. That's true. Man's a, the man's a legend. Fair. On the, Fair on, on the mic. And off the mic. Ladies. That's right. Ladies. Seventh floor crew, man. God. <laughs> I can't believe we like... We've come like so full circle on that. That was because that was like episode. It had been like episode three or four. I should, and I introduced it to you early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was great. That was good because you watched it and you were like, I got to see reaction. I was like, it was incredible. Dude, okay, it was incredible. There's nothing better than when you show a friend a video they haven't seen and it's like an iconic video. Mm-hmm. Getting to see their reaction, you're like, let's this go. This this is this is how we're gonna reminisce. I want you to come up with your favorite moment of our first 52 slash 53 recordings. Oh, dude. I know there's a lot of good ones in mind, but can you come up with one that stands out? Yeah, I can. I know what you're going to say because it's what I was going to say too. <laughs> it's, it's an episode that didn't get aired. <laughs> That's the worst part. That's all we'll say. <laughs> it's, it's the worst part. It is. You've already heard us reference it. We're not going to say the, the exact context of it. We're just going to say, I'll say it. <laughs> yeah, we're just going to say it. Belichick's grooming standards. Belichick's grooming standards. Take it how you want, all right? You, you interpret on your own what that was from, but I will tell you, it was a moment that I had to say to Ethan, I don't think we can say this on the air. <laughs> I wanted a title of that. <laughs> it was like, absolutely not. But yeah. Tempting, but no. That's, it's that's a how great you, inside joke. That's how you get a cease and desist letter from the NFL. That's true. And then the NFLPA is like, dude, we love it, man. Like, 
we love you dishing out the NFL. I'm like, yeah, that's what we do. Hey, you put a sponsor us NFLPA. Yeah. That'd be kind of sick. That would be nice. I would just advocate I don't, for the players. I mean, I already, like, we already did. We, that's, that is true. We already did. We're, 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 we're like, get your money, homie. Like, that, and we're especially big advocates of the big boys. You know what I mean? Gosh, um, I'm so excited Jason Kelsey back again. Did you see his wife made a video? Um, no. Of, like, she said, three things my husband did to help me get through labor or whatever. And one of them was, like, he brought his own fan. And it was just blowing on him. And the second one was making sure he gets, making sure he doesn't skip breakfast, like eating right in front of her while she can't eat like a huge breakfast meal. And then the third one was like, gets plenty of rest. And he's just like <laughs> sleeping. And she's like, couldn't have done it without him. <laughs> oh my it's God. It's great. That's so perfect. Oh, it was from, from an offensive lineman standpoint, it's just like eat, sleep, do nothing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That tracks. That, Dude, that just block track. people. That's yeah. God, that's life, right? Did you see Jason Kelsey get himself in a little bit of trouble on Twitter though? Was it with the guessing the NFL teams or whatever? No. I never saw that, but like I saw a lot of people quote that. No, and like it was funny, but no, he I didn't. was talking about. So there's a super fan from the Chiefs uh-huh. that was trying to get to like go see a game, get tickets. And in order to do so, he legitimately robbed a bank and got caught. Holy shit, dude. So he was like, so people were like, where is this guy? We can't find him. Like, he's not on Twitter. Like, he hasn't tweeted in a while. Like, what's going on? And people figured out that he was arrested for wearing this, like, the outfit that he shows up to games in, which he's in, like, a wolf costume or something like that. He robbed the bank in that. Dude. And so. Oh, my gosh. So he's, like, I don't. I don't know the full context at the moment. I think the dude's like, he might be on the run or something like that. Yeah. yeah. And so like Jason in via Twitter invited him to be on the podcast with him and Travis. No. And people were like, dude, he is literally a bank robber. What are you doing? He's like, I don't remember exactly what he said, but I was just like, nuts. It was pretty wild, man. Like, I, I, I gotta, I gotta find the exact thing because uh, here, here on March thirty first, yesterday, he said, "Chiefsaholic, I don't know where you are, but my brother and I would love to have you on the pod to tell your story. We will go wherever and disclose nothing for the sake of journalism." And then, uh, we find the no, here. that's awesome. But it, I mean, it's pretty bananas. Like that's the that's the crazy part. That's sick, uh, though, dude. Okay, so someone and then someone responded like, "Ain't he a bank robber?" And he's like, "Alleged bank <laughs> robber and diehard Chiefs." Yes. And someone was like, "This isn't going the way you thought it would, is it?" And he goes, "No, I thought it was funny. Guess this one's a mess. I'll make my anti-bank robbing stance more known from here." <laughs> oh, that's great, though. I'll make my anti-bank robbing stance more known. Oh, that's good. Coming coming from a man who has 330 tweets at this point in his life, like that's that's it. Yeah. Oh, that's not a lot. I bet he only got the got Twitter for the podcast, honestly. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. That's my guess. On a real note though, like you know how okay, you got the McAfee show, which is like huge. And like everyone prefers news from McAfee versus like anybody else, right? Yeah. Kelsey, Jason, he's got his podcast with Travis. Dude, when he retires, he's fine. 
like he's going to be great at podcasting or commentary or whatever. Like he's going to be, oh yeah, set dude. Oh yeah, like both, both Jason. Well, let's be honest. First, let's just point out if you're a big boy, like you're obviously going to be a fun personality. That's so true. therefore, you should just be on the air doing something, whether that's podcasting, whether that's uh, name it, uh, you know, being play by yeah. play, color commentary, whatever. Dude, think of the. F- the, a very Philly special. I think about it all the time, Ethan. I think about it all the time, Ethan. Oh, white Christmas, dude. Oh, okay. Should we, should we play it? Should we play it real quick? Probably not. Probably not. But it's fine. Right? It's fine. It's fine. All right, so let's look it up. Philly. I'm just saying special. that. Yeah, Jason's gonna be fine, and Travis. Travis is a super likable personality. He'll be fine too. So like these guys are these guys are locked up. We'll just you know what you know we'll do we'll pull up the just that minute where Jordan Malata goes oh, like yeah. off. Wait, wasn't one of the guys in, wasn't it Isaac Samalu was one of the three guys doing it? No, it was Jason, Jordan, and Lane. Yes, I was worried one of them might have looked because Isaac Samalu uh, is now on the Steelers, and I was like, what if what if they can't do a, a second oh, edition? Yeah. But I think all three are back. Think we're good. Okay, good. ready? Here we go. We're gonna have to make sure this is like in the mic. This is Jason, by the way. I mean, dude, Jordan. Jordan, you need get yourself a record. Even Jason was like, like it was nice and deep. It was raspy. It was yeah, like, yeah. It you nice. know, he he probably would put out a pretty killer country. Album. Oh, dude, yeah, big country right there. Yeah, dude. But Jordan Mulata, dude. I mean, he just he's got some pipes. He's got a career after football. He's got and a career after not, his career. It's not in podcasting. It's in singing. Oh yeah. yeah oh yeah, yeah. Big time. Oh, that warms my heart. That's that's another top tier moment. That. That is a good one. Oh, so that's a good one. Remind me because I I had it and then I forgot about. It, but when we had originally talked about Pro Bowl festivities mm. with HBO, mm-hmm. that was a good one. I'm trying to think. Let's go through episode titles because then it might ring a bell of like what we talked about. I'm gonna pull it up here. So we got. You're gonna have to go back to the very beginning. We got the grand debut, the mock draft. We did. It's all about the QBs, free agency, free agency. Gosh, you know, I'm still so mad that we had the technical difficulties on our Hall of Fame QB. Oh, yeah, with Rodgers, Manning, Brady. Because all we did was shit on Eli Manning, and it was well, that, so and we both had put Brady as the third best quarterback of all time. That's a hot take. That's because it's not always about being the, the most accomplished quarterback. That's true. It's about being the best. And I would make an argument, and I did, and you did too. Yeah. That cool. There are other quarterbacks who were our ones talented. and twos were the same. They just were in the same spots. Yeah. We flip flopped, which I had, I had a lot of controversy when I was deciding on it. It was hard. It hurt me. It hurt me to put Brady three, but I had to do it. But I had, because I had Peyton Manning one, Aaron Rodgers two, Tom Brady three. Yeah. Which is 100% a bias into my own like timeline of being alive. Yeah. What's that's how it'll always be though. Like, like I didn't watch Joe everyone who says MJ. 
or someone who says Jordan. I mean, uh, LeBron, right? Like it's just versus guys who say Kareem, right? Or Magic or Larry, like they're all, it's all that era. Mm-hmm. And when they saw, it's just what it'll be like right now. You got in baseball, people will say Mike Trout, Mike Trout, which honestly, I don't blame them. I like, think Mike Trout probably will go down as one of the, he will go down as one of the greatest players of all time. Yeah. And you could argue the best of all time. Yes. Like, sure, he doesn't have a World Series or anything like that, but like, baseball is the hardest sport to win team accolades. Yeah. It, because, like, think about basketball. LeBron's got the ball in his hands every time down the court on when he's when he's playing in the game. Yep. He gets the ball every single time. Mike Mike Trout gets one at bat every nine times. Get someone goes to the board. he gets three to five at bats a game, and it's more so like three to four. Yeah, you know if it's five, it's because the offense had a great. Day. And then when he's on defense, he has no control over the pitching. Correct. He has just to field the ball. If the ball's hit to him, he's got to make a play. Yeah, and if it's not hit to him, it's hit to eight other people. Or you have to. There's baseball is the most team reliant sport. Yeah, least individualized. Everyone hates it, but that's why like the like the Astros are doing it now. Two World Series in the last four years. The Giants in their peak three and five years. Oh, that was a fun time though. It was not. It was not if you're a Tigers fan like myself. That's fair. That's fair. But the Giants, like the Giants, dude. Okay. We're talking baseball, but it's fine. But I love that lineup where they had Tim Lums, Tim Lincecum. He's probably one of my favorite pitchers of all time. Tim if, he, if he hadn't had the injuries, yeah, he he would be way more talked about as like because he was one only of the best pitchers. In the, he was uh, only elite era. for like three years. But his two Cy Young seasons were oh sick, dude. I'm about to play some show like oh, tomorrow yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but when it was them, Brian Wilson, Beard, bro. Mm-hmm. Dude, I fucking love Brian Wilson. That, and Matt Kane, Matt Kane. Um, early, that was early Mad Bumgarner too. Yeah, dude. It was, dude. They had like it, their pitching was insane. You had they had like three aces on any other team. So what you're and saying? Their, their setup was Sergio Romo and Wilson Close. Like, how do you beat that? So what you're you're referring to is kind of like the Oakland Athletics of 2002, where. We probably don't need to talk about the whole Moneyball thing because they had three of the best starting pitchers in Major League Baseball. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. And the MVP who was already on the team. Yeah. God. I, I, I can't get over the way that they, like, romanticize that. Granted, Moneyball is a great movie. Oh. But, like, the way they romanticize. I love it. The way they romanticize, like, it was because Scott Hatterberg and David Justice. Yeah. Just trimming, you know, finding those little seams that they can they can work through. It's like no, it was it was Barry Zito, Mark Mulder, Tom or not Tom Glenn, um, Zito, uh, Tim Hudson. Sorry, there we go, Tim Hudson. Oh yeah, yeah. And then Miguel Tejada winning MVP. Yeah, that team was already fucking good. So Ramon Hernandez at catcher, Eric Chavez at third. It was because they lost Jason Giambi, Johnny Damon, like Jason Isringhausen. Yeah. He- <laughs> They're like, ah, oh, dude, what a guys, you are not getting. How do we, we cannot replace Damon, Giambi, Miseringhouse. Just can't. We need, we need 48 home runs, 150 guys. It's not the problem. <laughs> the problem <laughs> is the problem? there's the Yankees and there's the Red Sox. Then there's 50 feet of crap. 
then there's us, dude. Oh, Brad Pitt was perfect for that, dude. God, it was oh, makes me so happy. I wish there was Mother well, there. They're pretty good. I haven't seen any. I haven't watched any football movies in a hot minute, though. Yeah, I did recently though watch that scene in Facing the Giants where he did that crawl. Facing the Giants. I think it's Facing the Giants. Um, let me look it up real quick. Facing the Giants. Not familiar with the movie. But there's some great football movies. Remember the Titans? Iconic. Yes. Okay. It's it's got that one actor. He plays in a lot of like Christian movies, like Courageous. Um, I know. Will the picture help? Maybe. These guys. That guy. Nope. You never watched Facing the Giants? Nope. Oh, dude. Okay. So, anyways, there's this scene where he takes his. I want to say it's linebacker or like defensive tackle or whatever. And he's like, you're doing this bear crawl. He's like, the guy's like, what do you want coach? Like the 20, the 30, he goes, I want you to go to the 50. And he puts this guy on his back and he has to carry them and do this like bear crawl, but he does it blindfolded. He's like, why the blindfold? He's like, I don't want you to, he's like, I don't want you to know where you are. Cause then if you know where you are, you'll stop. And so he takes him. He's just like, he keeps going. He ends up taking him to the end zone. And he's like, just, he's like, two, 10 more steps. Like, just like, so motivated. Dude, it's a dope scene. Yeah. And then he just like, it's gotta be the 50 when he gets there. And he's like, look up, Brock, you're in the end zone. And it was just like a dope scene. And then he's like, you just carried a 140 pound man on your back all the way to the end zone. And then the guy goes, coach. And he's like, what? He's like, I'm 180. <laughs> and it's just quiet, dude. Like, it's, it's awesome. So good. Um, that's a good one. Friday Night Lights is a good one. Friday Night Lights is a good movie and a good show. It's a pretty good show too. I never watched the show. The show's pretty good. I, I still the prefer the movie. The show's good. Yeah, I think it's kind of weak. I think it gets really weak in the last like there are five seasons. I think the last two seasons. Oh, okay. Uh, which I feel bad saying that because Michael B. Jordan is in those two seasons. Oh, for really? Michael B. Jordan. Uh, is that how he started his acting? No, I think his first, the first big show that I know for a fact he was on was The Wire. Really? He's in season one of The Wire. Holy shit. Like a kid. Like I haven't watched like, The Wire. I started, like I started episode 14. one, but I need to watch it because I've yeah. heard good things about The Wire. It's, it's like one of the best shows of all time, so I've heard. But I'm also thinking like great, great football movies have great speeches. You know what I mean? That's true. Have you seen Any Given Sunday? No. With Al Pacino. Uh-uh. There's, a, there's a speech. We're not going to do it on the, on the pod here. There's a speech. It's called It's the Inches Speech is what he calls it. Uh-huh. And it's just oh, it goes hard man it goes so hard because like afterwards you're like where's the nearest brick wall for me to run through okay i'm ready to go dude is that jamie fox jamie fox dennis quaid cameron wow, diaz dude. i'm pretty sure is in it that's a oh yeah dude dennis quaid right here man Holy yeah crap. i think jamie fox plays like the star wide receiver if i remember correctly yeah i don't want to have seen the movie yeah and then dennis quaid i think was the quarterback Dude, he looks like a quarterback. He, he looks, looks, he looks like, like Brett Favre, dude. Uh, oh, number 19? Yeah. He's yeah. a quarterback. Dude. Okay, have you seen The Rookie? Of course I've seen The Rookie. Dude, that movie's That's slaps. a great movie. Dude, that's a great fucking movie. Oh, oh, he's a lefty, too, in this movie? Dude, love when you see a lefty getting represented. Love oh, that's it. like, uh, that's like um, Joe Montana. Joe Montana was not a lefty. Steve Young, sorry. Steve Young. Steve Young. Yeah, no, yeah. I was going to say... Um, it was a 49ers quarterback. It was oh, right. the replacements. Oh yeah, with um, um, Keanu. Yes. Yeah. I haven't. I don't. 
I think I saw bits and pieces of that, but I never watched it. It's a good movie. It's a good. Movie. You know what I haven't seen? Rudy. What? I know. Rudy's. So- I haven't. I know. Oh. I need to watch it, dude. You need to watch it. Um, have you ever seen Varsity Blues? No, dude. You gotta watch that. Okay. Okay. You're gonna, you're gonna love that. That that one's not so much like motivational. It's just awesome. It's funny. It's got. It's. I'm trying to think that's of from the 90s, right? It's not yeah. like James Vanderbeek. James, yep, yeah, yeah, dude, yeah, yeah. James Vanderbeek. Um, I want to say it was like 94. Let's see here, Varsity Blues. 99. Wow, it's pretty, pretty far off. But it's got not a bad cat. It's got Paul Walker in it. Really? Yeah, he's like the all-state Texas quarterback. Everyone loves him, and he like tears ACL. And then James Vanderbeek is the replacement. God damn it. Yeah. And then you got, this is uh, that guy. Um, I want to say they call him Billy Bob. Fuck that is, man. Lineman. Um, I can't remember though. Yep. His name is Billy Bob. That's his fucking name. The character name? And then, yeah. yeah, And then you got John Voight. He plays Coach Kilmer. This guy. He's an ass. He's an ass. He's fucking Like he, like, like the lineman gets hit hard and he's clear concussion and he keeps him in. And just, dude, dude, look at John Ward. That guy 100% doesn't believe in anything medical. <laughs> like he, that man, that man is telling you that every vaccine, not just COVID, but like every kind of vaccine in existence does not work. Oh, yeah. Dude, he had, there was one scene one of the players got like severely injured. I think it was their ankle, and he just like quarters on shot. You know, like you're so take funny. that shit up. Yeah, yeah. Bitch. that's exactly rubber like, dirt on it. It's exactly his mentality. Well, that's was, a, I will he's sacrifice. A dirt on that he's like, I yeah. will sacrifice my players for a win. I don't give a shit. Huh? Let me tell you, I might do the same thing as. No, <laughs> Speaking of, so we've had two games canceled this week: Friday and Saturday. Both that's got canceled. Up. But our first game was Wednesday. First yes. real game. First real game. Guess yes. what the score was? We'll never guess. Thirteen to twelve. No. Twenty-two to four. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Who are you playing? Burn Union. I'm assuming you won. We won. Yeah. yeah. It was so. What's what? What we found out was like, we found out a lot of guys haven't played in a few years, so that's what uh, helped. But but also, my team came to play. All right. I mean, we came to play. Even if they, they had had didn't have guys that played for a while, I'm gonna guess that you didn't walk in 18 runs. You know what I mean? Like you still had to hit the ball. We we hit the ball pretty well. They did have a pitcher like he had. I think we probably scored six or seven runs off of pass balls at the plate because Ooh. yeah, he he wouldn't cover home. But it wouldn't. Wow. They weren't even close. But then also the the varsity coach came and played, and he was like, "Hey, like like dial it back." Like <laughs> he was like so, and I was like, dude, I want to put up like forty. Like I want to make this look like a football score. Yeah, but you like it's, I know. Yeah, it's I, less about the it's less about the runs in that that game where you want. Yeah, we want to put up big numbers. It's a confidence thing. Yeah. You want your you don't want overconfidence, obviously, but you want your guys to feel like they can go win on any given day. So yeah, get to get some good like because that's the thing when you think about baseball, like major league baseball. This is not football, obviously. Whatever. Whatever. I always feel like early season always favors pitchers. 
Yeah. Because Always. timing for batteries is off completely. Yeah. They're just like getting used to it. So if you can get your batteries going early in that's the season, true. that's a good sign for you for the course of the year because that's usually what comes up. So if they're already hitting well, if they have a chance to continue going upwards on that trajectory, that's yeah. that's a good sign. That's true. Oh, I saw um, some Mitch has been doing baseball bets. <laughs> Mitch is a degenerate. We love you, Mitch. Oh, but he had a bet for Judge and a whole bunch of other guys hit home run, and Judge hit one like first. Like I want to say it's probably his first at bat or something. And I texted him. He was like, "Fuck yeah!" And then I saw uh, an Instagram post from like SportsCenter or something, and it was like, you know, this it, Aaron Judge is on pace for 162 home runs. Like <laughs> that's like when the Reds win the first game of season, and they're like 162 and 0. You know, like that shit so much. <laughs> God, only baseball does that shit too. You don't, so you, you don't get guys after like if the first game of the, of the NFL actually, season, someone throws for like 500 yards or something like that. I have never seen anyone be like, well, I don't know what 500 times 17 is, but like a lot. I will argue 8,000 yards, whatever it is. They're on pace for 8,000. You don't, you don't see people doing that. Shit. I will argue though. I have seen it when Russ cooks for like those first few weeks and he has like 12 touchdowns in like three games. They're well, like, he didn't do that in Denver. I know. They're like, dude, Russ is on pace for like 55 touchdowns. You know, like they're like, it's insane. And then week six on, he's just like, yeah. he, he does exactly what he did in Denver all year where he had like seven total touchdowns. Yeah, dude. More toilets than touchdowns. Did he finish the season with more toilets and touchdowns? I don't remember how many toilets he had, but I can tell you how many touchdowns he got. If, uh, I'll look up the toilets. Okay. Uh, Russell, Russell Wilson. Wilson. Toilets. Two touchdowns. That's uh, he finished with 16 passing touchdowns for Denver. This oh, game. dude. He had, he had how many? 16. Oh, okay, so January 1st. So this is before the season. January 1st, it officially put him over the 12 bathroom mark to meet. Yeah, I was gonna say his last. Um, so his media last, could not be played. His last four <laughs> games, his last four games that he played, uh, December eleventh, twenty fifth, and then January first and January eighth, he had eight touchdowns in those four games. Oh, okay. That's what set him over the top. So he had half his touchdowns in the last four games he played. That's nuts, dude. I love this God. this this thing though. It says that officially put him over the twelve bathroom mark to be. The media could not be played. Congratulations to Russell Wilson. He finally threw more touchdowns in twenty twenty two than the amount of bathrooms in his twenty five million dollar mansion. <laughs> My favorite part is seeing uh, seeing the uh, the chart. Well, seeing the dude that was making the videos that he thought he was being real funny, and then by like week eight rolls around and he still has to make the videos and he's he just looks <laughs> miserable like look at this right here oh dude look at that just it's so good dude oh my god uh, what, if, what if he got a new like a couple new bathrooms installed or new toilets dude. installed because he got uh, like built a guest house or something someone like broke the sound for like a math problem and said with zero passing touchdowns today at the bathroom no meter sweat continues and russ will need to average one passing touchdown per game to reach his bathroom total He's averaged 0.73 per game this season. <laughs> oh, dude, that's, that's awesome. so beautiful. Let's look up his mansion, Russell Wilson mansion. I bet it's insane, right? Like it's it's 25 million dollars. It's got to be. It's like, got to be nuts. Okay, I'm not sure which one's which. Okay, here we go. Well, you have to also remember that 
like Sierra is independently wealthy too. Oh yeah. So like a like, Tom and Giselle thing, you know? Yeah. Lesser so, but yeah. Yeah. Like okay. Jesus, Giselle. this is the the front picture. I'd like to see an overview. You know what I mean? Why do you need that? Let's look at the interior. Does he want to be... You know what? He probably legit has a chapel somewhere in that house. He probably does. Yeah, you gotta be right, dude. Like, more power to him, but like, Russ, it's okay, man. You don't need it. Yeah. Dude, holy shit. I think this is it, maybe? Oh, dude. Is this $25 million, though? You have to remember, I would bet you location. Location is a big difference. Like maybe. Oh my God. That's insane. But like, it's probably got to be location. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Because like, let's be honest, right? In Ohio, say if you're Hawking Hills area, I would say that's like 8 million. Probably. Right. But if you go up near where like Wexner is, it's probably like 15, 16. I mean, Cincinnati's fucking expensive. You go to California, it's probably like 35. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. That's wild though, dude. Damn. I mean, it's like you have your own village. You know what I mean? Like, dude, his four-car garage, it's like a five-car garage is bigger than like pretty much all of the average American's household. Correct. Like, that is correct. Dude, it's, it's literally insane. a castle. It's absolutely insane. Okay, here's a here's an over top view. Oh my god, look at the yard, dude. What do you need? What like what do you need that for? It looks like all right, dude. Look at it looks like this this is how I would look at it, right? That's somebody's house. Yeah. That's somebody's house. That's somebody's house. That's that somebody's house. That's somebody's house. That's somebody's house. It looks like, like they're all just like houses. like five, six houses just really close together. Yeah. Like and then that's like the yard they share. And it's like one of those like um HOA or HOH whatever. Yeah, HOA. Uh HOA like yeah. communities. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they pay dude. they pay a little extra fee to keep the grass green and everything. Dude, that's nuts. Jesus. What's the most expensive mansion ever? Let's see here. Ever? I mean, I think there's like the Versailles mansion in Florida that's pretty but it's probably one of those like historical ones too, right? Like it's always gotta be one of the most like it's always gotta be one that's like two hundred plus years old. Most expensive mansion in the world. Buckingham Palace. palace. That's not a mansion. That's a fucking palace. That's less fun. That's yeah, a less that is fun. Less fun. I want a house, dude. I love that. By the way, the, this particular website that I'm on, number 12 is just called The One. So, and then you got oh, villas. Jesus. Okay, dude. Okay, hold up. Look at this, dude. Okay. That's like like the future. I don't like it. Guess how much? I, I'm on the same site as you. 420 million. I don't like it. Okay, that's kind of cool looking. There you go. That looks more like someone owns the house. Yeah. That's nuts, dude, though. Four feet. Is that? Where is that? I bet Wexner's is like a $50 million mansion. It's in New York. That's cool. Looking. That's like, where is that at? That's got to be California. Oh, that's threw me off a little bit. Let's see here. Oh, gee. okay. You know Great Wolf Lodge? Yeah, I love it. That's what that gives me right there. You know what I mean? Like, but like something. Yeah, but sure. that's someone's fucking house, dude. Like, Jesus Christ. That's in Montana. What the? 
By the way, that's a Montana. It's a hundred and fifty-five million dollar house. And it's so if it was in like an actual expensive state to live in, holy shit, dude! If it was, if it was in New York, California, you're looking at easily over four to five hundred million. Correct. Because, dude, honestly, I would put it at seven fifty. Because Montana, no one fucking lives in Montana. Like no one and their mother. And Montana Didn't a Unabomber live in Montana or something. I think so. And now Montana's getting more popular, but that's only because of Yellowstone. The show Yellowstone. Yeah, that's true. Like maybe Yellowstone bumps up, it bumps it up another like fifty million. You know? Jesus Christ! And then crazy though, how like yeah. a show would just improve a state's like value. Start making shows about like the worst places to live in America, and all of a sudden they become really expensive. To live this in. is how we fix poverty. And it's not really how that works, but I love the idea. I love the idea. So we fix poverty in the first in the United States and in third world countries. There we go. I love the idea. I think you're going to be disappointed by the results. Oh yeah, very much so. Okay, you know, let's talk the coaching picture. Oh yeah, yeah. Head coach picture. I want you to look at it and tell me. Okay. The best things that you see. NFL coach picture. Because I can I can tell you two things out of the gate that I immediately have to point out. And no, we're not stealing this from Big Cat, who has a whole piece about it. Six minutes, which was No, that was just a video, but I think he actually puts out an article. Oh yeah, okay, okay. But I just want to point out, Ethan and I were talking about this before we actually started recording. My I have to shout out the fact that Sean Payton and Sean McVay are sitting right next to each other. And it legit, they're wearing the same fucking outfit almost. And it legitimately looks like it's take your kid to work day. And Sean McVay and Sh- is the son of Sean Payton. It's so funny to look at. It, it really does. Yeah. It's, <sighs> like, it. it's like, it's like frat star son. And he's like tagging along for the yeah. day. He's like, hey, this is going to be mine one day, guys. So you listen to me. Like, one day all this will be yours. <laughs> um, okay. Brian Dable's redhead. <sighs> so good. Dude, I mean, that's a that's that, a that man has That man did not put on sunblock on that. No, head. dude. Um, that's a bit. Oh, dude. The um, Jets head coach. What's his name? Robert Saylor. Looks like he's slimming down, dude. Like, he looks like the head coaching job is like taking a toll on him. Kind of. Because when he was in San Francisco, he looked like a buff dude. He looked but dude, look at him right here. He like he looks like he's yeah. really slimming down, man. Yeah. Well, that's what happens when you have Zach Wilson as your quarterback, man. Uh, like it takes a toll on you mentally. You're not you can't eat because you're so like you're sick to your stomach and you can't even put food in yeah. food. It, yeah. I like okay. how goofy Mike McDaniels looks. Jesus. Yes. Yeah. His face, dude. It's, it's I do like him though. He's great. Okay. Okay. Here's the, here's the, here's a good question. Who's the best dress? Ooh, okay. Let me go through here real quick. Let's see here. Early leaders for me. Yeah. Sean McDermott. That's what I was thinking. He's, he's, he's looking, looking real He looks nice. Tomlin looking real nice. Where's Tomlin at? Oh yeah. He's he does look there. good. Yeah. The gray jacket. He's looking nice. real clean. Um, honestly, Mike Mike McDaniel Harbaugh looks nice. It's like the it's like the, the casualness, you know. Yeah. Like he looks good in it. That that yeah yeah. Honestly, I the it looks very plain, but I think D'Amico 
looks pretty far nice. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not bad. Not bad. D'Amico's going to get put into the handsome coach category. Call that now. Okay, I like that. You know, Stefanski's got like. I feel like he's trying too much with mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. jeans and the Jordans, like trying to stay young. Yeah, but he's still wearing a jacket. Yeah, like the jacket looks good, but not the jeans and the Jordans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you, he should have gone with like the 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 really nice khaki pants. Yeah. And like they don't have to be like dress dress shoes, like in the way that like McDermott is rocking. Yeah. But like a good pair of like loafers. Yeah, and he would be a front runner. Yeah. Um, I, I, I won't lie to you. I like Pete. It just it fits him, know, man. It fits him. It fits him. his vibe, but I don't know that he qualifies for best dress. I would say I, I okay. I'm a big fan of Harbaugh because it's like it's casual, but he it, just like he pulls it off really yeah. well. I mean, I um, love Andy Reid's outfit because it's so Andy Reid, oh, yeah. but it's definitely not best dress. Yeah, I would go. So I got Harbaugh, Tomlin, or McDermott. Even McVeigh, I will tell you, like McVay does. McVeigh looks like he's ready to party, though. Yeah, but you know what? That's that 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 vibes. Like it, the reason that I like McVeigh is more than Peyton's, even though I just said that they're wearing almost like identical outfits. McVeigh is wearing a nice button down. Yeah. Where McDermott has what looks like just a sweater, kind of thing. Yeah. I'm vibing with the button down. Okay, you ready for this? I don't know what Tomlin's pants look like, but I love his jacket color. Yeah. And shirt more than anybody else's. Yeah. But McDermott's pants complement the blue jacket really oh, well. Oh, they look real You know nice. what I mean? Yeah. So we do have the benefit of being able to see the entirety of the outfit in the front row. Yeah. Not so much in the back. Yeah. Though. Um, Dude, yeah. Dan Campbell looks huge, bro. I mean, he's like a six foot eight former tight end, man. Yeah, that's true. But sure. like O'Connell, I was not expecting to be that tall. Right next to him. Oh, yeah. Like just two giants right there. Dude, Shanahan's pretty tall too, honestly. Surprisingly. He's only him like, and Arthur Smith are surprisingly he's like tall. A couple inches shorter than Campbell, it looks like, you know? Like I was not expecting that at all. I don't I, I probably overestimated Campbell's so I don't think he's actually six foot eight, but like he's a tall dude. He's Brian, a former tight end. Is Brian Table the shortest coach? Or are they just doing like amongst the coaches standing? He's the shortest. Maybe. Josh McDaniels might be a tad shorter basically just based on the guy's standing i would guess that if i had to guess i would say either shortest coach might be mike mcdaniel or belichick i would say that honestly or mcdermott or mcveigh like maybe because like if they put Andy Reid in the front row. That is not a short guy. No, dude, look at Peyton's not a short. Peyton's a big dude, man. And Rivera, those are both. And McCarthy I mean, on the right is a big guy. Yeah, McCarthy's just kind of chunky though. He's yeah. not really tall. But no Payton, disrespect. Peyton's a pretty big dude, man. Like even if not height, just like he's just got like broad chest, broad shoulders. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? All right. Yeah. I'm, I'll go. I feel good about that. I'll take Tomlin. I'll go with McDermott just so we can have differences, but I'm in agreement that Mike Tomlin is um, in the race. I bet. I'll argue this, right? He looks, he's, he's a front runner with just his jacket and shirt. Oh, yeah. I'm certain his pants look good and his shoes. That is true. You know what? I want to try and get it. It's really hard to see behind yeah. the chair, but I would bet that they're. Clean as fuck. Yeah. How, how long are we in? How, how far in are we? Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
Oh, we are 42 minutes in. 42 minutes. Is it a nice little halftime show to start the popcorners? One more brief oh, thing. Oh, okay. All One right. more brief thing that you sent me on Twitter. So that's why I have to bring this up. Let me see what it was. You know what? You, you sent me on this on Twitter. Rumor has it at the coaches meeting where they took this picture. Brian Dable was the first to crack a beer. Guess what? King. That's not rumor has it. We can just go ahead and just like be like, listen, that's confirmed. I, I like I haven't confirmed it myself, kind of but, thing, but like, I put money on it. If you lined up the coaches and asked me who's the most likely to start cracking open a beer, he'd be very high on the list. Maybe not number one. Very okay. high on the list. Well, let's look at who would be number one. Okay. So I got Dable. I got McVeigh, but not a beer, a white claw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see um, same with Same with LeFleur. Yeah. Let's see here. You know what? You know who might be the first to start drinking? Reed. No, he's going to eat. He's yeah, that's not, true. That's I, true. That's I, I, bet he, I bet he eats his calories. That's true. I was going to say the first person <laughs> looks like... <laughs> I think the first guy that cracks open a beer for very different reasons. Like, Dable's doing it because he's just like, right. guys, I'm, I'm big chilling. Yes. Mike McDaniels. No. Oh. I was going to say Kevin Stefanski because he looks fucking miserable. That's fair. I think this is why Mike McDaniels does it. It's because he's just like a nerd about it. Like, all right, guys, come on. Let's crack. You know what I mean? He's just like, <laughs> hey, guys, let's, let's, let's open up our beers. <laughs> hey, we're going to get this party started, right? Who's got, all right, out, here we go. Who drinks the girliest drink out of these guys? That's Brandon Staley, right? Brandon Staley. You know what? It depends on what you define as a girly drink. Brandon Staley looks like, based on what he's wearing, him and Zach Taylor both look like wine guys. I don't you know, know if you want to call that. I love wine. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't know if you want to call that girly. If you're talking like a fruit, I'm fruit talking drink, like a fruit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <sighs> it might still be like McVeigh or LaFleur. It's the pretty boys. What about McDaniels, though? No, look like a like a margarita guy. No, see McDaniel. I, I don't think because so, I'm thinking pretty boys. I'm thinking it's one of the pretty Shanahan, maybe even. Yeah, like, like oh yeah, Shanahan's okay. hair. Shanahan's he's got, got like that. that. He's got like that like Dude, pulled over yeah. Shanahan, side part. Shanahan takes it home all day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. McVeigh takes home the crown for cracking a white claw. Hundred percent. Yeah, Dable yeah. with the beer. Who's, all right, who's got the whiskey? Whiskey, a Belichick, Belichick, or Pete. It's the old dude. It's the old dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hundred. Yeah, yeah. The two. We just named the two oldest guys in the league. Yeah. You know. You know. All right. Who does it? Who does like a Guinness, like a stout? You know, like a just a heavy Campbell. There you go. Oh, dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah. He's in fucking. And he puts it down like someone puts down like a beer. Yeah. Like a he's, he's the guy. He's the guy that's drinking that heavy beer. And like pounding it, and then like Doug Peterson's the guy that's like sipping on that dark beer. You ready for this? Andy Reid is a frozen, sorry, Andy Reid frozen margarita, and it has like the gummy worm shark in it. And you know he'll kill it too, and he'll just embrace that shit. And you know he will, and he won't even blink. Right? Oh God, right? So right? So good. Uh, you know what? I changed my mind on uh, Kevin Stefanski. Like he's the first. He, he looks like the first to do it, just because he's miserable. McCarthy, same reason. Because <laughs> oh, he just yeah. looks fucking miserable. Yeah, there we go. All right, um, let's go for this. Ready, dude? 
McVeigh looks like a guy who's just like ready to do like vodka shots. McVeigh looks like he's ready to go buy cocaine. Yeah. He's ready for gym tan laundry, dude. Some Jersey oh, Shore. Yeah. Oh yeah. Dude, he's ready. He's ready. He's a mic the situation right now. Jesus. Yeah, but spot on. That's oh, yeah. that, that hurts my soul. That hurts my I bet, soul. I bet McDermott likes a good sh- a good scotch. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's a scotch guy. Uh O'Connell, by the way, like right next to Dan Campbell, he looks like a light beer guy. Yeah. Oh yeah, I bet he's a Miller Lite dude. Same with same with Arthur Smith. What's uh, Tom, Tomlin? Tomlin and uh, Bulls. Those they look like whiskey guys. Yeah, yeah that's what I was, whiskey or rum. Maybe some rum. I was. I still think whiskey. I think they're just think they're doing right. some like sipping drinks. Sean Payton. It's up in the air, but I would go. A tequila guy, mm. or even a guy that's like a truly white claw kind of guy. I, can I mean, see if, it a little if bit. it's truly bring your son to work day, and we already called out Big Babe. Look at that, just rocking out the white claw. That would actually track pretty good. So I, I think you might be onto something there. Just like that. Perfect. Let's do halftime now. Half you, you, you teased it before? That's right. I think now's a perfect time for halftime. So. If you guys haven't seen the Super Bowl in the halftime, like, well, not the halftime, but it was a commercial, commercial break. break. Popcorners, the name of the company, came out with six flavors. What, seven? Well, six. And they did a Breaking Bad commercial, commercial where, um, what's his name? Uh, oh, my God. Just with a T, right? Like, Tuco. Tuco. He does this whole like bit and he's like, I want seven. Exactly. And then they came up with the seventh flavor. But but it was like cinnamon. So yeah, so it doesn't no. fucking matter. So no. yeah, get out of here. We bought a variety pack. We got all six flavors. We're gonna sample. Oh, we're gonna sample it, maybe. Pending sponsor. It's pending not sponsor. really pending. But and what we're gonna do is we're gonna Sam's gonna close his eyes. I'm gonna shelf around the bags. I'm going to Sam's gonna close his eyes. I'm going to mix up the popcorn. It's the variety pack that we have here. And he's going to pick a bag and he's going to try it, not knowing the flavor. Do you want to guess the flavor? We can do that. That's yeah, there we fun. Go. All right. All right. Let's do that. And then, and then we're going to rate them. That's, I like that. Okay. So. All right. I'm closing my eyes. Okay. You start mixing those bad boys up. The right quality right are, are, are we doing like circular or like in a line still? No, it's going to be a circle. Okay, great. That's going to make it a lot easier to pick. Go ahead. That one right there. Okay. I'll crack it open for you. Oh, yeah. God, this, the audio on this is going to be awful. Ready, ready, ready? Oh, did you hear that? That was oh. awesome. Okay, okay, okay. Giving you a chip. Close to it this way. There you go. Okay, okay. Eat it. What flavor? What do you think it is? Uh, I think there's some cheese to this. Okay. Um, well, there's some heat at the end. Okay. Never mind. I don't think this is uh, cheese. I think this is sweet chili. Sweet chili? Locking it in? Locking it in. All right. Open up. Oh, this is a spicy queso. Dude, was you, right. you, it was you, cheese. Kind of, you kind of had it right at the beginning. Cheese. 
a little spicy versus that. Dude, that's good. Okay, actually, I, you know what I think we should do? Because I want to also try it and mix it in. So let's open the rest of the bag. So that way, if you open it, I'd be like, well, I already opened spicy queso, so I know. So let's go ahead and crack it. That's true. That's true. Great. Now we have our taste tester over here at Goldie. What's in on this action? Patiently waiting. Like, I should have known that she was sitting on the couch sleeping. As soon as I open a bag, she beat it out. Okay. All right. One more. One more. Oh, that was a good one. All right. I'm ready. Oh, I got to mix it. Yeah, yeah, mix them up. And then I'll pick a bag. Honestly? Yeah, yeah. Mix them up. I'll pick a bag. I'm one with the force. The force is with me. Okay. Circular again. This one. It's kind of weird not knowing the flavor. I know. So I'm not going to smell it either. All right. Just, you just stick that bad boy in. That's what she said. Sour cream and onion. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That one, that one, that one just gives it away in the, yeah. the get go. By the way, early, early signs for me on the spicy queso for a brief second, I thought it might have been killed for. Really? There's like a brief second. I will say this, right? Oh, you know what? I'm not going to... We can't give it away. Yeah, yeah. Because you're still going to try it. Yeah. Okay, okay. All right, all right. Go ahead. That one out of the root there. Yep. <clears throat> Go ahead. Okay. This is probably not the most great audio. I don't even care. This is fun. <laughs> Talking through it. What are your thoughts? Okay, it's on sweet chili. Part of me thought that it was the sour cream and onion out of the gate, but it it it, it, it switched up a little bit. But I, I'm not hundred percent sure. Maybe there was like some leftover like taste from the previous the, one the one you know it's not is spice queso so you're down to sour cream and onion sweet, sweet chili, chili white kettle cheddar corn, kettle corn and sea salt lock it in sour cream and onion. lock in the sour cream yeah. and onion white cheddar that was white cheddar no way bro oh for two bro uh this is not my game that's okay. all right here we go that's okay right. I, I gotta i gotta take sour cream and onion out for you yep yeah, yeah. oh yeah bring it back in all right, go ahead. This one. There we go. White cheddar. Incorrect. What? Sea salt. No way. Yeah. 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 I. This was my problem. I taste it now. I was way too fast. I should have felt it out a little bit. Yeah, you know what? You know what the problem that I did with the white cheddar? I ate it instead of just like tasting it. That's a hundred percent. I just ate it. Yeah, I just I was like, oh, it's in my mouth. Shoot you, done. Swallow. Yeah, that's right. All right, all right, here we go. Go ahead. All right, here we go. There you go.
That's not good. Yeah, nice, 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 nice. You can, I feel like that one you can tell kind of right off the bat, you know? Yeah, I was when I guessed it for the original one, I was like, I'm not getting the punch of flavor that I think I should be getting. Yeah, they, they don't pack a lot of flavor, but they have the flavor there. Like, it, yeah, it's yeah. over time. All right, let me take a swig. Let me clean my palate here. Ooh, I should probably get a... Uh, get something to drink for myself here. All right, let's go. So I'm, I'm one for two right now. One for two, and I'm one for three. All right, go ahead. Right here. You know, it's probably good you didn't pick the one I thought you were about to pick because I realized that I grabbed the wrong one. Nice. To put out, but you did, you did not grab. I left sea salt in there on accident. Oh, nice. That was not. You did not grab sea salt. This got to be kettle corn, right? It is, in fact, kettle corn. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You can taste that. Yeah, yeah. All right. All right. We don't need sour cream anymore because we both have had it. Nope. And you uh, don't need spicy queso, and you also don't need the white cheddar. White cheddar. All right. Ready? Go for it. Okay. There you go. Oh, that's a big one. Lock it in. That's kettle corn. That's kettle corn. That was, that was pretty Lock easy. Lock that right? bad boy in. Yeah. All right, I'm two for three. You're two for four. Here we this go. is going to be harder for the last two because the last one's going to be so obvious. But that's, oh, right, that's, we both don't well, I still got... So All right, here we go. I still got spicy queso and sweet chili in. And so, those were like the two that you were most excited to try. If I can get those down to the last two, that'll be real intense. Because then I'm going to... I should... That's what we should do. The last two, you get them both at the same time. Ooh, so you got to guess which one was the first one, which one's the second one? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So, remix here. Remix to ignition. Pop it fresh out the kitchen. Mama rolling the body. Got everything you wish. Here we go. Sweet chili? Incorrect. What was it? Spicy queso. Because oh, you got sweet chili too, didn't you? I did. I did. Because you get the heat and you get the heat late. Yeah, you do. But it tasted a little sweeter to me. It didn't get, it wasn't super cheesy. Okay. All right. I think these are the two I have left, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that was this really, should be pretty easy. Those are the two that I have left too. No, you have. Uh, why you have that's right. Okay. Ready? Just just give me just you don't have to mix them up. Just give, give me one of each. There's one. There's two. I'm not officially guessing. Okay. But I believe the first one is going to be sweet chili. All right. Let me, let me check this guy. That's fair. I am totally backtracking here. First one is sea salt. Second <laughs> one is sweet chili. Nice comeback. Nice comeback. There you go. I like that. Was, that was good. That was good. All right. Let's Full go. backtrack on that bad boy. So you finished what? Four for six? Four for six. All right. I'm, I, the best I can do is four for six as well. Which I suspect that you will get. Let's hope. Because... 
I think sweet chili is pretty obvious. Which one are you going to eat first? Like, which hand? The left. I'll do that way. Just kidding, around with you. Son of a bitch. Look <laughs> white pearl there. Yeah. That's white cheddar. All right. Let's try sweet chili. That's sweet chili. Yeah, you can tell. Yeah, you can tell. Four for six. Dude, we did. I started off over two. Yeah, it was looking ugly. Honestly, dude, I love all of them. Sour cream onion is my favorite, but I'm also a sucker for sour cream onion. But I'm gonna tell you. All right, let's go. The spicy queso. It's nice. All right. This is a front runner for me. Spicy queso. We got a random. That's truly chili. Yeah. All right, we're laying them like a, That's like a three, four for me. I can already comfortably tell you what my last one will be. I think that's a two. So here we go. Oh, sour cream and onion was too. I don't. I don't think we necessarily send that. It's probably like a five or a six. That's fine. I'll go sea salt last. Sea salt last. Kettle corn five. Now you just decide between sweet chili and white cheddar is what it sounds like. Going back in. You respect it. All right. The official Ethan Lincoln's ratings is of the six popcorners um, in the variety pack. Break them down. Number six, sea salt. Like it that we're starting at the back. Not a lot of flavor. Plain and simple, just not a lot. Number five, kettle corn. It's sweet. It's like a buttery. But too much is, like if you have too much, it's just not the greatest. Yeah, yeah. Number four, white cheddar. For white cheddar, I'm expecting more cheddar flavor. Like, a, mm. you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. more, more cheese, you know? Mm-hmm. Number three, sweet chili. Pretty good. It's got a nice, it's got a kick at the end. Definitely has a kick. Which I like. Number two, sour cream and onion. It's just a good flavor. Classic. Number one, spicy queso. It just, it tastes so good. Like, it's easily the best flavor chip out of the six, in my opinion. All right. Sam, your turn. All right. Let's turn these bad boys around. But I don't want to necessarily t- taste them in the exact order that you had. That's fine. Because I want to I wanna have some, some different, different opinion, you know? Yeah. Like, try it a different way. So, I think... My early thoughts is that I think I'm going to end up putting kettle corn last. So let's start with that. You should do sea salt next. And it, it, it might change yourself. Well, it might, those are probably the two that are barring for the last two spots. Kind of like even. There is nothing for you here. Gold. Yeah. <laughs> 
tough, isn't it? It just had a nice salty flavor. I'm sticking with my original plan. Okay. Cut up corn. Maybe, I think, honestly, it could be some chips don't have a lot of flavor in them. Could be. Because I'm telling you, the one that I ate for sea salt, I almost tasted nothing. I just think it has a nice saltiness. So there's really yeah. nothing else. Yeah, which yeah. makes sense because sea salt. But, like, yeah. you're not getting the buttery that you would expect with a popcorn. I'll say this, right? Despite sea salt being my six, I can eat more sea salt than I could kettle corn because kettle corn is like just too much butter. Yeah. I can do kettle corn in very small quantities. Yeah. In regular kettle corn, not even talking about the the chips, the popcorn is here, but like for that, I have to put it six. I like it. All right. We're going in with some sweet chili here. This, I can safely say, has the most kick. Yeah. Along with chips. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's, it hits you at the end, too. Like, you, you feel it. Flavor-wise, I think it's relying more on heat than it is flavor. That's a good take. I like that. I respect that. But I don't dislike it for that reason. Right, let, me get, let me get some white cheddar here. Because I will tell you, Cheese can go hard, like, but it can also just not not hit. The problem that is also following up anything with, that's with the kick, the next thing, I feel like is already wiped lower. So I probably should have sweet queso last or sweet chili last. That's all right, because I feel like I did you get can, a you lot. Can, you can take another chip. I don't even feel like I got a lot out of that white cheddar. That's what, but it could just be that though. Oh, but this chip had a lot more. I like cheddar is nice. Very, very nice. Rich. But I could have been in a lucky chip. Let's be honest. Mm, That was extra cheesy. I'm digging it. Does it climb up into the top two? Mm. Hold on. The sour cream onion is just fantastic. It's it's probably going to be number one for me because I am so in love with that flavor. Dude, I got Pringles sour cream onion for you. Don't tease me like that. See, there's two in there. All right. Spicy queso. Here we go. It's so good. It's really good. If it hit the, the that one that was like extra cheesy in the white cheddar, like that, you gave me that amount of cheese, and then the heat just creeps in right at the end. Easily number one. However, I'm going to put it number two. You got them locked in? I think we're locking it in. Number six, kettle corn. Number five, sea salt. Number four, white cheddar. It's an inconsistency issue. That's the reason I had to put white cheddar. That makes sense. That's a fair. It's an inconsistency issue. Sweet chili is three. Could have climbed the rankings potentially if it had more flavor, but I think it's just a heat index. I was tempted to flip white cheddar and sweet chili, but I like the heat. I like the heat. Makes sense. I think flavor-wise, white cheddar might be better, but I love the heat. That's true. I want a spicy queso too, and a sour cream and onion. And so the only ones we had together were three and four, correct? Correct. We flipped our ones and twos and fives and sixes. Yes. I'm gonna I'm take some mad. spicy queso because this shot's good. It does go pretty hard. Mm. Now, rumor has it, you have a list for me. 
ESPN putting out some trash. Yes. Yeah. You ready for this, dude? I just it okay. So first Ethan off, Ethan is beside himself. Just so we're clear, I feel like I've made it clear in episodes and in group chats. Nothing aggravates me more in sports than when people give like obvious trash takes because yeah. you know they're only doing it for clicks, right? Correct. This is a prime example of it. ESPN NFL and ESPN they collaborated together. They said this year's top draft quarterbacks, who their NFL comparisons are to. All right. So there's five Bryce Young compared to Drew, Drew, Drew Brees. Do you want me to hold my takes until you read them all, or do you want me to give takes as we go? As we go. Okay. That's terrible. The only reason they have selected Drew Brees to pair with Bryce Young is because both are shorter quarterbacks. They yeah. do not have a play style that is equivalent to each other. It's just, oh, how do we pick a short quarterback that isn't like Kyler Murray, who's yep. a super dangerous weapon with his legs? Because that's not Bryce Young. Bryce Young is an athletic quarterback, but he's not. But he's like Joe Burrow athletic, not Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts, Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray athletic. He's like Mahomes, Burrow, good athlete, not great. Because let's be honest, Drew Brees, not an athlete. It's like, no, pocket passer only. No, that's it. Bryce, however, the one thing that maybe works is is, is a within the structure of the offense. Bryce is really elite and within the structure of the offense. The problem, and the reason that that works is it was at Alabama where. 99.9% of the time, it's the structure of the offense is going to work because you're better than the other team. Uh-huh. However, in the NFL, it doesn't work that way, especially when you're going to go to a bad team. I worry about that super th- uh, lean body, and that's the other reason that I don't know that Bryce has a comparison in the NFL because yeah. there isn't a quarterback that's ever been this lean to ever see the NFL. He, he weighed, what, 204 at the combine? There's no way that he's actually 204. Yeah. In the same way that there's no way Kyler Murray is 5'10". I'm 5'10". I'm 5'9", and I'm 99% sure that I'm taller than Kyler. Probably. There's no way that Kyler Murray is actually 5'10", even though that's what he measured at the combine. Yeah, I don't buy it. Ready for number two? Nah, this one's... They're all rough, honestly. Yeah. CJ Stroud compares to Matt Ryan. Um, this kind of gives me like I kind of want to use the Shaq meme where he's like, "I have to apologize. I never, I never understood your game." Kind of thing. But rather than like apologizing, it's more like maybe I just haven't looked at Matt Ryan's game enough to have a good take on this one. Um, I would agree with that, and maybe. Because it's like, it seems so insane of a take that you have to question, be like, well, shit, like, hold on. Maybe, like, they wouldn't do this that bad, right? But I think CJ's a really underrated athlete. Again, we're not talking, like, we're not talking about him being Lamar Jackson. Like, insane athlete, hyper athlete kind of thing. But, or Taysom Hill, just so we can cover the spectrum of, of quarterbacks and their athletic abilities and uh, at the high end of things. Like, I don't think he's that, but I will tell you the game that he had against Georgia in the playoff, he showed off wheels that I didn't know he had. 
Matt Ryan's never really had wheels. No, no, man. Like I think, I think both Bryce and CJ are being looked at as pure pocket passers in a way that they are not. Yeah. Even though both prefer to be in the pocket, they have an escapability that does not mirror the comparisons that they're getting. I feel like during when Haskins came in the league, Haskins was known for just big arm pocket passer, right? It's like they're comparing him to like, they're giving him like the credit like Haskins got. But Haskins wasn't really a runner. He was just a big guy who could throw it. And they're like giving Young and Stroud that kind of like treatment. They're like, you're not really mobile. And you're like, they're athletes. They can move. They can move. Yeah. Haskins, he was a big boy, so he didn't move as much. He he threw a shit ton of touchdowns and like yards, you know? Like, yeah. But they're given just like that same treatment. You're like, come on now. Here's what I'll say for CJ. One of the reasons that CJ looked like a pocket passer is because CJ always had elite receivers. So all he had to do was sit in the pocket and throw them all those receivers who were going to make incredible plays, whether it was at the catch point or with the ball in their hands. Marvin Harrison Jr., Olave, Olave, Wilson, Wilson, uh, Jackson Smith, and Jigba. Uh, uh, Those are four. Those are going to be four. Akunga? I can't remember how to say his name, man. Like, Emeka Akunga. Man, I don't know. What that dude that dude's a free athlete. Once JSN is in the league, and same with Marvin Harrison. Those are four starting receivers, like yeah. like wide receiver twos on the cusp of like can be wide receiver ones. Yes. That's a that's a pretty good crew of wide receivers to have as a quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> like he he didn't need to be a like a super mobile guy. Once he faced a top level defense in Georgia who actually had the ability to and wasn't Jay kind of, he didn't play did he? he didn't play yeah. the season. and Harrison got injured right Harrison got injured at halftime or right before halftime like once once you took that aspect of things like the elite level receivers were not neutralized but it was it, they couldn't dominate in the way that they had all year all of a sudden CJ Stroud is like okay now I've got to be a playmaker let me use my legs he had like a 30 yard run Toward the end of the game, and you're just and that that's where that's actually where I should use the Shaq meme of like I, I didn't know I didn't know your game that well like I didn't know he had that name. I thought we thought he was an underrated athlete I didn't realize he was that good of an athlete yeah so I don't like the Matt Ryan take you're talking about Breeze and, and Matt Ryan are largely statues in, in the pocket mm-hmm. not not to the same degree of like Brady and Manning but largely statues in the pocket yeah next one. Will Levis, guy who drinks coffee with his mayo. God, it's just a... Uh, if this dude becomes a lead in the NFL, I will be stunned just for the coffee reason. Guess who his NFL comparison is? I don't want to. Jay Cutler. What? <laughs> Jay Cutler, baby. Uh, I don't like it. Um... <sighs> Maybe they were just going like, hey, Will Levis probably won't make it in the league, so he'll probably switch to reality TV. Uh, <laughs> I feel – maybe this is this is my way of showing that I'm not as smart as I want to think that I am. But I think – I think Will Levis has a game more similar to – but not as good, obviously, as like Andrew Luck or – okay. Maybe even like a Josh Allen, like 
but not close. You know, like, he's not as good as either of them. Yeah. The reason that the reason that Will Levis is compared to Josh Allen so much is because Josh Allen had a pretty mediocre college career. Like Big it was size. Like, he, but he was just huge with a cannon arm yep. that could run the ball like uh, like a running back. Like he was he was an absurd physical specimen. Yep. And that's what they, people think Will Levis. He was a mediocre college quarterback that we're going to now tout as like a potential top 10 pick that is going to disappoint people. I don't care what anyone else says. And he, he is going, he's going to get a GM and a coach fired, period. I, I'm calling that now. He is Zach Wilson in this draft, not in terms of play style, but in terms of what he's going to be in the league. Yep. Next up. Anthony Richardson compares to Josh Allen. I actually don't hate that one. That one's not I bad. I don't hate that one. The, the only thing that I don't, that I dislike about it is Josh Allen. This is more of a play style comparison that they're doing. So I, I, that's this argument that I'm making probably doesn't work is Josh Allen had, was a very seasoned college quarterback. He played for three years, I believe at Wyoming where Anthony Richardson has barely played one. Yeah, at Florida, and now he's. I think that a I, top five pick in the NFL draft. I think that we should be like Anthony Richardson's best pro comp is non-injuries, obviously not factoring that in. Is Trey Lance? Yeah, I think they have very similar games from what I've seen from Trey. Um, again, super athletes, cannon arms, incredibly new to the position from a post-high school uh, yeah. trajectory. Like, certainly, they, I'm sure they played a ton in high school, but if you talk about what they've played since graduating high school, it's so minimal that I think that makes it the best comparison. That makes it. Number five. Over, overall, that's pretty brutal. For number five. Oh, God, they've got Hendon Hooker in here. Hendon Hooker compares to Geno Smith. I guess. I, I won't pretend to be an expert on Hendon Hooker. I'm not an expert on the, the I will say that I think any, the, any, the conversation, three, any conversation around Hendon Hooker as a first-round pick, we need to kill that right now. Dude is going to be 26 by the end of his rookie year in the NFL, and he's coming off an ACL injury. Okay, then that's, that's what a good question. Because they've already pretty much proclaimed that Stetson Bennett will be like a late day three pick. Right. And I've heard, I literally heard at some point in the offseason, which is how you know that people are bored in the offseason, that we should, we're going to see Stetson Bennett like middle of day two or potentially even earlier. Oh, gosh. Okay. Well, and I hate it. But like, this is what I know. If Hendon Hooker is considered a first round draft pick, is pretty much the same age as Bennett coming off an ACL tear, how is he? getting that love for first round pick because there was a belief that he was going to be the Heisman trophy winner uh, okay. prior to his ACL tear. Okay. Did he so play last year? He's played like five years of college ball. He was at Virginia tech transferred to Tennessee. When did he tear his ACL? It was against South Carolina, the second to last game of the regular season. Like so, this year. Yeah, it would have been, well, this past fall, I think it would have been like mid to late November. So two games out. And I mean, was he a Heisman finalist or no, he ended up not being a Heisman finalist. Was he in the running? 
he would have. Where did he finish? Um, let me look here. Or I should just do. Voting uh, Hendon Hooker finished fifth. So two more games because he missed like two games, right? He he had um, about half the number of first place votes as Stetson Bennett, who finished fourth. Um, he was left off of more ballots than yeah. than uh, Bennett was, where. Stetson finished with so Caleb Williams, who won the award, finished with two thousand three hundred or two thousand and thirty-one total points, which is a combination of first, second, and third place votes, and then points that go along with those. Uh-huh. Um, Stetson Bennett finished with three hundred and forty-nine for fourth place. Hendon Hooker was at two twenty-six in fifth place. Uh, in terms of stats. He had about a thousand less passing yards than Stetson Bennett, who played four more games. Uh, so that makes sense. The yeah. same number of touchdowns passing as Stetson, and five less interceptions. Oh, okay. fewer interceptions. Hendon Hooker had two interceptions and twenty-seven touchdowns this year. He had a great year. Oh wow! But he's old though. He's going to be twenty-six, man. Like he's already twenty-five. I just I can't envision. A path where where a guy with a completely blown out ACL that's twenty five years old already. They give Pink is getting all that right. shit for being like old. This it's guy's, the same thing with Burrow, and yeah. this guy's even older than they. Are. Yeah, and watch him get taken the first time. They're like, "Love this guy. He's going to be great. No shit for I, anything for his age or anything." You know, every I mean? time I see him drafted in the first round, it is one of the Vikings or Detroit, and I fucking hate it, dude. It's looking unlikely, but I want Lamar in Detroit, dude. I still want Lamar in Detroit, too. Honestly, I wouldn't hate if there's if people if it's really going to happen where Anthony Richardson's going to be a top ten pick. I don't hate the idea of Anthony Richardson being the sixth overall pick to Detroit. Yeah, if you can wait and get him at eighteen, I can do it, man. Like yeah. I would love for them to go like. Defensive lineman at six, and then quarterback at eighteen. They really beef up because they got Aiden Hutchinson last year too. Yeah. Beef it up, like if you want to take that gamble on Jalen Carter, or you might be able to sack him in the second round or at eighteen. I don't think Jalen's going to fall as far as people think he is. I would be pretty surprised if he ends up in the top ten. He's just unless unless there are, especially now that the the legal portion of things has largely been settled, where it's like he just got community service. Yeah, why? Well, there's no reason to on Twitter it. that people are still like thinking about like him as like a day two guy or a late uh, day one, and I'm like, so. this guy was expected to be the number one pick, and a lot of yeah. like people like, yeah, you can't like look at the NFL; they don't care. What you do, they don't will. Care. They, they will. They will play you. I don't care. Like a hundred percent. I yeah. I don't envision Jalen Carter. Jalen Carter making it past six. To be honest, I here's here's what here's the thing. If Jalen Carter and QB four, whoever that is, Levis or Richardson, if those are the two options at number six, I genuinely think that Detroit is going to go with Jalen Carter because be they believe in golf. Should they believe in golf? That's a different conversation. 
but they believe in Goff Jared, enough that they're going to let him ride it out. He bought himself another year or two. Oh, easily. I mean, he's, he had a great year, though. I'm not, he, he really did have a good year. He had a good year. I'm not arguing against that. Like, I mean, if we're going to pretend that Dak Prescott had a great year, then you got to credit Jared Goff for having a great year. If we consider Dak Prescott having a great year, I don't. But if we consider Dak, then Jared Goff was fucking MVP. All right, like, Sure. Yeah, that's that's how I look at that. I'm just, yeah. It, God. I'm ready for the draft, man. How how far away are we? We got been end of the month. We got like three weeks. Yeah, uh, probably four, three and a half. Weeks. It's like on the twentieth, right? Or twenty? It's probably like the twenty. So it starts Thursday, so I would say the twentieth is. The I would think twenty seventh. Usually, it's the end of the month. NFL draft 2023. Locking it, 27. Locking it, I'm going 20th. Here we go. Thursday the 27th. Suck it, Ethan. Damn it. It was the 27th last year, too. Damn it. Or, no, no it, it was just, been. yeah, that's right. It have been the 20th, my days. Something like that. 29, 20, something like that. Yeah. So, damn. I gotta like just take that day off of work or try. Well, you're gonna need to take it off so you can study up for your shadow team. That oh yeah, dude, I forgot about that. Gotta do it. Gotta oh, get that. Dude, let's see. Ready to go. It starts at what time? Eight p.m. Okay. Yeah, it's it's well into the evening. Oh yeah. All right. So we'll do this. I'll have practice that day. I'll have an early practice so I can come home have dinner with my wife. Oh, and not nice. be at Panera like we were the last time. Nice. She was like, I hate the draft day. And I'm like, listen. You know what we should do? We should do it right now. Random number generator. We're going to find out your what picks. Pick? Oh, oh. Your picks. Do it right now. Do it right now. Okay. All right. You do it for me. I'll do it. Okay. Random number generator. It's what? One through five? One through six for uh, your first pick. Let me go to my notes for my shadow team. And then 16 through 21 for your second pick. Shadow teams. You let okay. me know when you're ready. First pick. We're gonna move this out of the way here, so that way I can spin this around for you, and you can. I like it. You can see. I'm ready. You pick number four. Okay. All right. You don't need a quarterback, so that actually might be okay. It's tempting, though. I mean, if you don't have, I don't believe in Kenny Pickett. I'll wait another year or two. I, point. All I'm saying is, with pick four, I feel like you are guaranteed one of Jalen or Will. That's true. All or right. even both, depending on what, what kind of craziness it's Sixteen through twenty-one. Your second pick. It's going to be nineteen. Very close. 18. 18. All right. 18. That's that's four manageable. and 18. Uh, I get the Lions pick, bro. Nice. Nice. And the Colts pick a four. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So four and 18 for every single round is yours. I still need to have a simulated season to find out where I'm at. I'm sure it won't be very good because my I have some I have good players, but my depth is super bad, like super weak. Yeah. Uh, which is not unusual considering the fact that this is year number four for me. It's hard to build depth in three yep. drafts. So 
Gotta find a new punter, bro. <sighs> That's gonna be the FA, man. I'm, I'm I, I went freaking one, two, three, four. I took my punter in the fifth round last year, Matt Areza. That Pun is God. Dude. I will not be taking a single specialist during the draft. Yeah, I'm not going to next year. Um, we're probably gonna, you know, I, I, I lucked out pretty well with Nicobe Dean last year. He had a pretty good year. Maybe I, I, I need an edge. Well, and Nakobe's going to probably get even more playing time this year because uh, yeah, is going. So. so yeah, we we probably are looking at you're hoping that Will, Will gets Anderson past number three. Yeah, if or, not, you're either going Jalen. You have to go Jalen, uh, who's not an edge, he's interior, or you could go Tyree Wilson. He's yeah. the next edge guy on a lot of boards. So that you're gonna have to study up, my man. Oh, I might be able to snag a good wide receiver too at eighteen. Maybe. It'd be Maybe. fun. I feel like your best bet at I might have to probably is going to be like either O-line. Yeah, I have to beef Maybe. up. Maybe a corner. There's some really good... This is a good corner. I took track. Andrew Booth Jr. In second round last year. I think you're going to want a corner. Yeah. I don't you might want to get two corners in this. Like, I think this, well, this is the game from this year. We're going we're gonna to probably be hefty on the defense. Just defense heavy. That way next year... Marvin Harrison is eligible for the That's draft. True. That's true. Here's, here's Williams if Kenny Pickett doesn't pan out. Here's what I'll tell you since this is your second year, and this is what I try to do my second year. Don't get caught up in positions. Focus solely on getting the best players you can. Exactly. Because you don't have enough of anything. That's really. true. That's true. Like, you're, you, you were so – you've only gone through the process once. You're not the only position maybe that you probably don't draft, at least not with a high pick, is quarterback. I got Kenny Pickett, yeah. Because you're at least going to let that play out. Maybe you get like a late round guy to see if he pans out as a backup or something like that. But really what you're focused on in the second in the second draft is just getting the best group of players that you can. I like it. That's, that would be my advice to you. Are you – do you do your number generator now? No, I got to simulate a season because I actually have a full roster. Oh, so you got to determine how what pick you get. I think it's going to be pretty rough. You think you're probably going to get the first pick? I did. I don't think it'll be that bad. But I bet you get a top five pick. <laughs> I will tell you, I looked at my roster. Like I, I searched on Madden's website and saw like what the um, overalls were for all my players. It's not. It's not great. Yeah, it's not great. It's not great. Like, I I have some really good spots. Like my two edges are both in the eighties, which is pretty. Oh, that's nice for being young guys like that. Uh, And then even like even my corners, they're all high seventies or even Tariq Woolen. I did get into the low eighties. Oh, nice. But like, man, when you're starting running back is only like seventy six overall. Starting quarterbacks only seventy six overall. Starting tight ends only seventy one overall. I'm starting like my entire uh, offensive line is low seventies, with the exception of Trey Smith, who's eighty two overall. Yeah, like I have some really rough position groups that I need to improve on, at least in terms of a Madden perspective. Yeah, I understand. So, in terms of what I'm going to get out of this simulated season, I think I'm going to have a pretty low pick. Probably somewhere similar to where you're at. Like I think I think it's gonna be top five. I don't know about one, but I think it's gonna be top five. 
Probably, as long as you're top fine, that's probably you're probably safe. Well, and what I what I told my buddy to do when he makes this is basically substitute me in for a middle of the pack um, strength of schedule team. Oh yeah, I got you. So that way I wasn't like screwing myself by giving me the hardest schedule, but I wasn't like trying to make it really give yourself the Eagles schedule. Well, they have, they have the hardest schedule. I, I looked this up. I meant for like this past year. Yeah, 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 that's what I mean. Like, I don't remember who had the hardest would be easy. So the two middle of the pack teams, he's he's in the same year. He's going to draft number four. So he took the Saints, and he's giving me the Lions. Okay. So basically, we'll replace them and play their schedules. Gotcha. I think it's going to be pretty good. It's going to be fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Is that it? Can be. What are we at? We're, we're at our time. Oh, are we? Lay it on me. We're at hour 30. Hour 30? Dude, it just is like right. You know what I mean? It just feels right. Yeah. It just feels right. So, dude, in person. In person. Ethan's got his arms out. He is ready for me to pass it over to so Ethan. Sam, with peace and love, OJ. It just hits different when it's in person. That's right. It just hits so good. Mm. Thank you guys for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. Check out all of our sister podcasts on the Dip Podcast Network and interact with us on social media, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, at the Dip Network. I'm not joking. Every time I do this, I almost say LinkedIn. I don't know why. Dude, just hit. Just <laughs> we're not on LinkedIn, guys. Don't, we're not on LinkedIn. Don't do it. Truly, uh, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Check us out there at the Dip Network. We'd love to interact with you. Uh, and you can interact with all of our shows there. So good opportunity to just mingle. That's right. Just mingle there. Anything else before we get out of here, Ethan? Stay safe, guys. Any popcorners related comments you want to make? Spicy queso is king, in my opinion. Sour cream and onions, close second. Popcorners, just keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. You're, you're, you're doing the Lord's work. Let's, right be, let's, let's add some more flavor, though. Well, I want a, consistency. I want a little, Yeah, I want a little more flavor. I like it. I like it. That's a good take. Good take. And on that note, thank you guys for listening, and we will check you on the next one.